Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus. I'm here with Kaunda. We are ready to roll. The Christmas games are just around the corner. In fact, they're right here. Blink and you might even miss them. Kaunda, how are you? How are you feeling? Christmas is here. It's the most wonderful time of the year. What's happening? Jingle bells, Sai. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait for St. Nicholas to drop off some presents at my house tomorrow. And, uh, you know, the Christmas games. To me, I, I don't really need presents, Cyrus. All I need is the Christmas games. You know me. Well, uh, look, if anything, if you're going to ask for, 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 for something from Santa Claus, mm-hmm. ask him to make sure that everybody stays COVID-free and that <laughs> the games happen the way we want them to. We know the yeah. teams are going to play, right? We know that it's what the NBA is doing. They're doing really well. And they're making sure that they're going to get to the, the bottom of it. But before we go into the topic, the nitty-gritty, the, you know, the entire Christmas meal with mm-hmm. the, dr- the the trimmings as well as the gravy and the pudding, let's go into our social media handles. Um, make sure you interact with us on social media. We're on Twitter at PostUpPodcast. We're on Instagram at PostUpZone. And we are at PostUpZone on Facebook as well. You can also go to PostUpZone.com. That's PostUpZone.com for all NBA action for, with an African perspective. Um, Kaunda, the Christmas mm-hmm. jingle bells are in the air. You said you're, you're, you're just sleigh bells ringing. I mean, we don't really hear all of that stuff here in Africa because uh, it's pretty warm <laughs> over <laughs> Christmas. But what we do here is the swishing of nets. And Christmas has always been a good time for the NBA. So we've got a, a raft of really good games scheduled for Christmas, um, Christmas Day in particular, and uh, the five games in particular, and we'll go through those. Um, you've got the Atlanta Hawks taking on the New York Knicks. That's the first serving uh, on Christmas Day. That is actually taking place at 9.30 p.m. Central African time. Man, in fact, I'm lying. That's 7 p.m. Central African time. Really, really good time. That's like, you know, Christmas dinner time. Um, right after that, you've got the Celtics taking on the Bucks. That's mm-hmm. at 9.30 Central African time. I mean, already, I'm like, the mouth has watered. And we <laughs> haven't even gotten to what could be seen as the main main course, which is the Golden State Warriors playing the Phoenix Suns. That's happening at midnight. What do you mean, what could be seen as the main course? That is the main course, Cyrus. Well, which well, menu are you reading? Well, if I give you the other two games, you might be like, okay, this might be what some people view as the main course, which Let's is the Bro- Brooklyn Nets taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. That's at 3.30 in the morning on Boxing Day. Even as a fan, Cyrus. Look, the at, the, begi- at, which the, at, at the beginning of the season. Playing. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Exactly. Let me not disturb exactly. your flow. And then we've got the last game, which is also early Boxing Day morning, which is uh, the Utah Jazz playing the Dallas Mavericks. Um, also, a, quite a nice game. That's happening 3.30 a.m. Um, on Boxing Day, mm-hmm. the 26th, which is Sunday. Um, it's it's just so good. I, I love Christmas because, obviously, we get presents um, in, in real life. And then we get presents from the NBA where they give you game after game after game. What is your favorite thing about the Christmas games? Cyrus, in the past, and I, and, I, and I haven't seen any publicity around it, it's the mm. Christmas Day jerseys. You know I'm a jersey guy. Oh, yeah. yeah you know I'm, I'm a jersey NBA guy. NBA so jersey guy. Not, not ugly jersey guy, for those not, who not, might think. Not the ugly jersey guy. I'm the NBA jersey guy and a bit of the PSL and uh, EPL so, yeah. jersey so, guy. A little bit. Sports jersey guy. Yeah, I'm the sports jersey guy. I might buy an ugly jersey this year mm-hmm. because I intend to have a white Christmas next year, but we'll get into that in other podcasts. <laughs> but Cyrus, I love, the, I love the jerseys and I love the matchups especially 
like right now, Cyrus, you you made a very important uh, statement when you said we hope all things go well, especially we're living in the times of COVID yeah. and, and people keep entering protocols and getting mm. in and out of that. And I just hope that uh, everything stays well. And, yeah. the, and the, if not all, but the majority of the players, you, you know, uh, remain fit and active. Oh, healthy and active, if you will. Yeah. Uh, fit, healthy, and active, yeah. And then, uh, you, you know, you, the, the NBA has got this um, eight-player minimum that you need to yeah. have in order to play a game. And I hope every team uses whatever means are available to to maintain that eight-player minimum so we can see the games. Even if yeah. your favorite team hasn't got your favorite player, but at least, you know, you want to see your team play. Especially That's if exactly they're to play at that day, yeah? And, and I think this is the key thing for us is that we want these games to happen with the very biggest very biggest and very best superstars on court. Mm-hmm. But the games should just go ahead anyway. And, and what's great about them is that you should still get the prestige of playing on Christmas. That's what it's always about. Yep. You know, it's a funny thing when you think about the fact that like in anybody else's job, they'd be like, I got to work on Christmas? <laughs> no, man, don't call me in. In fact, I'm going to lose my phone that day. But in the NBA, it's a mark of pride to mm-hmm. to play in the Christmas game, you know, to be called on to be part of primetime because that's really what it is. And and I think that the the critical thing for me in all of these is when you look at the matchups, it also says to you, who the NBA feels are going to be the big teams in the league um, that season. That's why you also have the likes of um, the Golden State Warriors playing the Phoenix Suns. There's a big Golden State fan base, right? And and we've seen that. But now we're seeing that the Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns are the two best teams in the Western Conference, dare I say the NBA right now. I, I think we can safely say the NBA, although the, the Brooklyn Nets might have something to say about that. Exactly. But 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 look, the, the level at which the Warriors are playing and the Suns are playing, you, 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 this is, you know, I would say this could potentially, and I'm, I'm, when I say potentially, I mean 90% be a precursor to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, it really could be. If everything goes the way that we expected to this season, this yeah. really could be like, you know, that sort of curtain raiser to the Western Conference Finals. And this is the third game that they're playing each other mm-hmm. um, this season. So there's a lot at stake in in terms of that. Who's, who's like in the seeding. lead at the moment? Oh, well, the, the Suns are in the lead at the oh, moment. Oh, okay. So so the, the this is one for, for the Warriors to take. This is a statement yeah. game. Like, you're the little brothers. Let's remind you who we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shame. Poor little brothers always getting told, hey, Know your place, you know, because that's how it goes, right? You must. <laughs> but I think that the, the the Suns really are just such an interesting team. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody asked me the other day, uh, should they should they just give the Phoenix Suns the, w, the, the, w, the NBA title and just call it a day? And I'm like, um, it's way too early to be, you know, having a coronation in Phoenix. The yeah. Suns are good, but... Um, yeah, there's a few teams who might have a thing or two to say about them. So let's structure this podcast in talking about the games themselves specifically. So we're going to look at these games and say, if all things uh, are equal and mm-hmm. our, our favorite players and the best players are playing in these games, mm-hmm. we will preview them that way. We're not going to preview them looking at, okay, so the guy that they called up as a you know last-minute replacement, yeah, that's who we're looking out for. Okay. Then we'll also have a discussion after we've previewed all of the Christmas games about who our favorite players are, we'll pick two, two each, yep. that have been recalled back into the NBA in, mm-hmm. under these hardship um, um, the hardship amnesty that teams, teams are getting. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go into it. Um, the Atlanta Hawks take on the New York Knicks um, in Madison Square Garden. Um, I mean, it, it's it's winter, it's, it's, it's Christmas, you know, it's cold outside, but it's always hot in, in MSG. Cyrus, this game for me personally, mm-hmm. 
It's second only to the Brooklyn Nets taking on my Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. Because last season, yeah, your boy. Yeah, he is my boy, Trey Young. Trey Young, one of your favorite guards, went into MSG, Madison Square Garden, and shushed the crowd. Yep. I think he might have even got a bottle thrown at him. <laughs> he became that little villain. And, 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 and he loved it. He loved it. And he lived up to it, Cyrus. There's, yeah. there, there's no such better feeling than when you embrace the villain, the, the mm-hmm. villain character that they make you out to be, and then you perform, and then you love it. Trey Young did it. You yeah. remember when LeBron went to Miami, he became a villain for a while. Yeah. Kobe had been a villain. Uh, I don't think Jordan was ever a villain. Or, or, I think he or was Magic. seen as a, as a villain by a lot of teams that he beat up Well, constantly. yeah, he, he was more like Dr. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Victor Von Doom. He, he, Victor, he was just, you know, ripping everybody apart. Yeah. But back to Trey Young, I think this is him going back to MSG and saying, I can do it again. And I've got a feeling he can do it again. And one of the reasons he might be able to do it again, we'll speak about when we speak about some of these players that have been recalled because yeah. one of the guys who's come back is one of my favorites, not giving anything away so far. But I'm looking forward to this. And the fact that currently their records are very similar, 14 yeah. and 16, they 14 and 17. They are so bad. Both of these teams are so bad right now. So who wants to be the badder of the bads? That, that's what this... There's a word we use, worst. <laughs> no, no, no. I gotta stay B. <laughs> the baddest, baddest. Who's no, gonna I, be the baddest of the bads? I, I get you. And and I think this is also the interesting thing because we've talked about Madison Square Garden as yep. being a great venue for visitors, right? Absolutely. And and the Knicks have not played well at home this season. No. And, uh, and it's one of those weird trends with them. Um, they've just been trending down for this season and so have the Hawks. So c- this could be potentially a turning point game you know maybe one of them wants to make a statement then go on a run of wins so you never know i think that's what's great about these kinds of 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 matchups is Mm -hmm. that the very best teams will face each other even the bad teams will face each other and say i'm gonna get this win everybody's gonna see that we can actually play better than we have been and that's why they gotta have some faith in us the only damper to to this game in particular was the news that came out about derrick rose that he's had ankle surgery and he's expected mm. to miss about eight weeks of action. Yeah. Um, and, and we really don't like seeing that. I mean, it's just not great. And, and D. Rose has had his, his, his injury issues. Yeah. Can't the injury smurf leave him alone? Look, Cyrus, the, the, the sad part is, you know, good luck. First of all, good luck to, to Derrick Rose. But the, the sad part is that as you get older and mm. you, you, you can see with, with the likes, and I, I'll use LeBron as an example. Yeah. Anthony Davis, well, you know, it is Things what it happen. is. But 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 you see, even LeBron, who was the man of steel for a while, now yeah. he's getting his share of injuries. I mean, in the previous game before we recorded this against the Suns, he twisted his ankle. Yeah, had a bit you of know, an he, ankle tweak. He, he's no longer Superman. If you remember last season, he fell. I think it was an ATL and the knee situation. But then. I saw something that was really telling about his injuries. Um, it might have been on NBA Today, and they were talking about the fact that. Before, so the first, he went something like 79 games Mm -hmm. without an injury. Mm -hmm. And then, in fact, I'm getting this so, so wrong. He missed, so that was, that's what it was. That he'd only missed like 71 games through injury over the first 10 years of his career. his career, yeah. Something like that. If not longer, like maybe the first 15 years of his career. Mm -hmm. And over the last two years, he's missed more games than in that period so his body is definitely uh, caught up with him in terms of you know injuries and that sort of thing 
And it's really sad to see because that's what I mean. Yeah, Derrick Rose it, has it, had. It, it, it's father time. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. The Derrick Rose we're, not, we're seeing now, it's not 2011 MVP no, Derrick Rose. No. That was the youngest MVP we've ever seen in the NBA. Now this is this is grown Derrick Rose, you yeah. know, with the dreadlocks, and, with and, the long beard. And, and grown as in the sound he makes after an injury absolutely. as well. You know? <laughs> so Cyrus, you know, such things can't be avoided. He, yeah. he He's at that stage in his career where these things happen he, he manages and the recovery these things, time he manages longer them too as as opposed to in the past you'd hope it doesn't happen now Absolutely. he's just sort of managing them but so so let's look at this game and and i mean who do you think is favorite to take this do you think it's the hawks do you think it's the knicks cyrus this is a statement game for the hawks they've had a very bad start and i think they remember that they ended last season uh, uh, you know as as those one of the top teams in the east mm. and 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 ended up playing uh, the 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 Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals so i think this is the turning point for them i think uh, Trey Young is going to have a good night. I think Gogi Jang is going to have a good night. I think Clint Capella is here. I'm going there with the Africans. Yeah. Before we get no, to, no, I think to John Collins. Is out. I think Clint is out. I think he's out via protocols. Via protocols. Yeah. Well, uh, fingers crossed for Clint. But, you know, they've got your John Collins there. Mm. They, you know, they've got, mm. they've got a slew of talent. I mean, Danilo is still there. Yeah. So, 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 so they've, they've got a, a slew of talent there. And I think it's... The, 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 the Knicks haven't been having a great time, Cyrus. And more, more, you know... It's been bad in in Atlanta, but in New York, it's it's just been terrible. And okay, I, I, I mean, I, look, basically, and, you're talking and, about bad and baddest and bad yes, era. And, and and Julius Randle, even earlier this season, complained about not getting the calls that a smaller guy would get, mm-hmm. and he, he's really been looking very frustrated. I mean, with a lot of the games I've watched, the Knicks, well, the, a lot of Knicks games that I've watched, and uh, now nah, I'm giving the the Hawks an upper hand. Okay. Here. So what I'll do, right, is that at the end of, of all of our previews, mm-hmm. we'll do it pretty much when we do the post up betting corner. And then I will ask you specifically for who you think is going to take the games, and you'll give me exactly who Let's your choices will be there. But you're leaning more Atlanta in this particular one. So far. I'm I'm in Atlanta. Okay. ATL. I mean, look, it's interesting call. Um, I have some things to say about that too, but I do think that if there's one thing for for you know, like on one side you've got the Hawks, they've got something to prove, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. But the same can be said for the Knicks. You know, they they haven't played well. The, the, their star players have been really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, like Julius Randle just has not been anywhere close to where he was last season. And that might be because he's not getting the calls. It might even be because of Wilson. Because they're using <laughs> a different game ball, right? But whatever the excuse is, the Knicks have to turn things around. And maybe it's this is where RJ Barrett you know, comes into his own again. And, and we start seeing things shift. Ivan Fournier, to mention another African player. There you go. So, you know, this this chances for both teams to to really improve their standings and let's just remember something here this is also what's really interesting about how tight the, the eastern conference is mm-hmm. yes the hawks and the knicks are seven games and seven and a half games back from the nets at the yeah. top but the reality is they are half a game out of the play-in places um because the the raptors in 10th currently as we record this are only a half a game and and the hornets only a half a game ahead of the hawks and a full game ahead of the knicks so and and even six spot right mm-hmm. is literally just one and a half games away. Um, so th- things are bad now, but they could get better and they could get better really really quickly. So I think that that will be a really interesting game to watch. Madison Square Garden's always an interesting place to see basketball being played, and uh, we got to move on to the next game, which is the Boston Celtics taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. That is a doozy counter. Um, what do you expect to see in that particular game? I think I, I, I expect the, the the Celtics to take it to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, it's nice that Jalen Brown's back. 
Uh, I think he, he, you can tell he's missed that court. He, he, he's playing as explosive as ever. Yeah. Uh, one of your favorites, my favorites, Jason Tatum, uh, is, is looking good. Smart stays being smart. And, and, and I think that the Boston Celtics are going to want to take it to the Bucks, But at the same time, the Bucks are not just, you know, letting anybody come into their arena and, and body them, if you will, or, yeah. or school them in their own classroom, you know. So as much as one might fancy that shade of green, but I'm going with the Milwaukee sh- shade of green. And I think uh, Giannis and the Bucks, the current defending champions, if you will, mm-hmm. will, will, will get the better of the Celtics. They've got home crowd. They've got home arena advantage, if you will. And they've got the the reigning uh, finals MVP. That's Look, what I'm saying. I, I, and I think what's interesting about this from a matchup perspective mm-hmm. right, is that there are very few players who can match up with Giannis on any team in the NBA right now. Very, I mean, very few. You know, he's just so dominant on, on the defensive end and, and the offensive end that, you know, you almost have to, like, you know, they talk about creating a wall, building a wall, mm-hmm. um, you know, double, triple teaming him at times. Yeah. And that leaves a lot of people open. And the Bucks seem to be a, making hay in, in certain games. But uh-huh. Giannis and, and uh, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday have found it very difficult to be on the same court at the same time. Yeah. Via injury, uh, COVID protocols. You know, there's a whole bunch of reasons why they just haven't been able to play a lot of games together. When they have played together, they've been damn near unbeatable. Yeah. But they haven't been able to get that that run of, of consistent games together. And Giannis is currently in protocol, should be out, I hope, uh, by the time Christmas rolls around. And um, and I think that that's what we'll see is that it will be Giannis against anybody in front of him. What and you mentioned Jalen Brown. I'm really happy to see him back for the Celtics. Yeah. Um, because he is a much needed piece for them. But mm-hmm. even with Tatum and Brown playing well, this team is playing badly. And um, you know that's something that needs to be addressed by everybody. Brad Stevens in the front office, Ime Udoka, who's on the on the court on the bench as their head coach. There's a lot of work for these the Celtics team to do. Right, they're in the play-in places, and that's mm. okay. Um, their record is currently at 500, but they need to be doing better than this. And and I think there are moves that they need to make. There's people talking about the fact that maybe this is the time where they have to try and cash in on one of their stars, the young stars like Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, mm. and try and bring something in. I'm not so sure about that. But when you look at the guys around them, you just think, you know, what do you get? Who do you get? And what can you trade? Because I, I personally think maybe it's time for Marcus Smart to be moved on. Do you know, Cyrus, I, I, I like Marcus Smart to me because Marcus Smart is almost, and I say this with all due respect, the poor man's Draymond Green. You know, he, he's that locker room guy. He brings the energy. He's like the emotional leader I, I of that squad. That. I can but see that. But at the same time, Cyrus, I, I think it, it's bad because I'm going to take an African turn here. and There are two Africans that are in trouble here. Uh, one of our, our, our favorite point guards. Uh, yeah, Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder hasn't really been a success, nope. although he said, okay, let me go to the Boston Celtics for that minimum, and I'm going to show you why I'm worth much, much more. Yeah. And sadly, Cyrus, I think there's even been rumors that he might be on the trading block. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happened because he hasn't really been that old Schroeder that we know. No, the ATL Schroeder, the, 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 the OKC Schroeder. You know, he hasn't even been even the early Lakers Schroeder who was mm. really, really impressive. And then we've got Emil Doka. Yeah. Rookie coach, uh, also got African roots. And uh, big shout out to Neil Long. Um, <laughs> Cyrus, you, you sound like J. Cole. <laughs> we'll get into that on another podcast. Cyrus, it, it, it's really worrying because, like, there are times when I'm thinking on the Lakers side that Coach Vogel 
might <laughs> might, might mm-hmm. be on the chopping board. I, and and the same thing when I when, when I think of Ime and I think of of Dennis Schroeder that look, this is his rookie year. Maybe they might give him a pass. You know, in terms of uh-huh. Ime. Well, he's also uh, uh, Udoka, yeah, r- yeah, rookie year as as head coach. Yeah. But but as for Dennis Schroeder, I think. Sh- they might just be thinking we might just have to cut our losses here. Yeah, look, that's, so, that's, so, so, so that's man, really that's worrying rough. on the on on the Boston Celtics side. I had to take that African, you know, path because you know those are our brothers out there. Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, look, I'm with you, Counter, in the sense that it's it's hard to to look past that. And but yeah. I also feel as if you know it's it's way too early in any of these guys' careers to be like, okay, fine, let's start you know looking at, at getting rid of them. Yeah, um, like somebody like. Um, um, uh, the Portland Trailblazers coach, uh, whose name is, is escaping me, Chauncey Billups. Yes. You know, things have not looked good in Portland. No. They've actually looked really, really, really terrible. And there's probably a lot of different reasons for that. We, you yeah. know, Dame being kind of injured, CJ obviously out of the punctured lung, all prayers of that up stuff. For, prayers up yeah, for, 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 for CJ. That's, a, that's an Af- NBA Africa game album right Yes, there. that he prayers is. Prayers up. Prayers up. That he is. And and most deaf, you know, we, we really hope that he recovers well, recovers quickly. But there's some rookie coaches who have had a very difficult start to their, their tenure yep. um, in the NBA. And then there are others where it just seems to be working okay. Um, but I think that when I look at the Celtics, it really looks as if they are a proper work in progress. Mm-hmm. And that goes all the way through to the front office as well. Yeah. Because this is Brad Stevens' first time as the GM of any franchise. Yeah. And uh, he's going to have to do some really quick learning and make some very big decisions very quickly. And I hope he's able to distance himself from being the former coach of this team because he's going to have to make some calls around who stays and who goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why this whole Marcus Smart thing could be a, a bigger thing than uh, than it currently is. Yeah, you know, and and I think the Celtics will be looking at trying to regroup, rebuild that sort of thing. But then the Bucks, on the other hand, will just need to try and find momentum. And mm-hmm. let's say. Um, Giannis doesn't play. You know they can still lean on the likes of Demarcus Cousins to play with 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 Middleton and Holiday, and then hope that they can get the most out of the likes of Jordan Wara, another uh, African player for us. Straight you know? up, straight up. So I look at this game and I think it's going to be an exciting one. Uh, we'll go through our our picks to win it right at the end. But I do like the Bucks in this. I think that there's one thing that that's really interesting about the Bucks. When you take that monkey off your back, right, that whole pressure of needing to win a championship, yeah. and you can play kind of freely, mm. it really allows certain players to be their very best. And sometimes you can see um, some players just seem to be a little distracted by it. And and I'm going to say something very controversial here, and Uh-oh. I want to take that that take through to our one of our other previews. But do you think that could be this, the, the case with Anthony Davis? That he's gone in the opposite direction, that winning a chip... Has has taken him a little less. He's he's become more, less motivated rather than more motivated. Ah uh, no, Cyrus. I I, I think, and, and I'm going to be very controversial as uh, a Laker fan myself. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is just being Anthony Davis. Okay. Because if if you look at Anthony Davis, who was the leader in, in New Orleans, right? Yeah. At the Pelicans, what did he really achieve as a leader? Well, not much. Then they get him. Uh, they, they they gave him Demarcus Cousins. They, you know they they, they tried. But that, that was working, but it didn't really achieve much because of injury. Because of injury, that's why I'm saying even on the injury side, Anthony Davis is being Anthony Davis. I've always complained that Anthony Davis, first of all, he for a guy that size who has to be very careful as how he gets up and comes down. He's quite clumsy when he lands from jumping up. Mm-hmm. Cyrus. He how many times does he? 
twisted his ankle or landed on somebody's foot or just yeah. it, it, he always seems to be like this clumsy giant if you will because <laughs> of his size this is running around there like a like you know like a crane <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's almost like that and, and cyrus anthony davis to me I, I expected him to to have the sort of intensity that um that, that maybe even uh, Yanis Antetokounmpo has because yeah. of his length and lanky frame. So I expected him to be like that, but he's not that beast. And that's one of the things he lacks. You know, when the late, great Kobe Bryant asked that, are you the same animal, but a different beast? Mm -hmm. So Yanis and Anthony Davis are the same animal, but they're different beasts. They are very different beasts. You understand what I mean? He he hasn't got that, uh, if I may use our age and a movie reference, that <laughs> Eye of the Tiger, you know, Cyrus, that, oh. that va-va-voom. Yeah. You know, he, 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 it's, it's like he lacks that. And and I worry because when the trade happens and, 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 you know, LeBron landed at the Lakers, but we all knew that they're building the Lakers to be an Anthony Davis team, right? Now, yeah. I get worried that if there's no LeBron, does Anthony Davis have that in him to be a, a, an effective leader of a, a, a Lakers squad? But yeah. we'll get that into we, in other discussions. But yeah. let's just stick to what we're looking at now. Now, we, we, we obviously, you were leading into the Lakers versus the Brooklyn Nets matchup, mm -hmm. right? And, 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 and looking but, at But we're how, not even going there yet. Oh, this we're not the going thing. there yet. No, all right, we're all right. way too early on that. I think okay. what, what I was asking is, you know, that thing about, about the eye of the tiger. Yeah. Because in essence, I think the Bucks have that. And Giannis is that guy who he's, he's so determined that he'll push this team to do the unthinkable and try and win another championship Cyrus, and go back to back. do you remember in the finals when the Bucks were not pulling up their socks? Yeah, he did, lost Did it. you see that? This reminds me of when LeBron broke his hand on a, yeah. <laughs> on a coaching board. You know, like he went there with them like, guys. I just came back from injury. I'm ready to did, take this chip. Did you see chip. which way my leg was facing? You know? <laughs> I'm ready to take this chip. And if you're not ready to take the chip with me, I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah. You, you know, it, it got to that level. Yeah. And I don't see Anthony Davis doing that. No. And and this... But anyway, well, let's continue that conversation when we have the Lakers chat. That's right. The next game to preview here is the Warriors taking on the Suns. And, um, and I think that it really is the marquee game. Um, and because it's at midnight, you know, we'll probably still be up. You'll have stomach ache from all the food you ate. And I'll probably be passed oh, yes. out from just being awake too early. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting one because it's back in Phoenix. Um, yeah. And, and it, I, I think that the Suns are so good, especially at home, that it's mm -hmm. hard to really, you know, get one over on them. And they've got really great bigs on that team. You know, like you look at DeAndre Ayton, yep. and he's so, so special. And when he's locked in, he's just, he's hard to beat. And then they can call JaVale McGee. Straight up. Two-time champion, gold medalist. Yep. You know, off the bench. And and then you're like, okay, so they're not really dropping so much in, uh, in quality when they go to the bench. Uh, but this is against the Golden State Warriors. So they've said Clay Thompson won't be playing in this game. He's expected to be back in January. Yeah, let him rest, Cyrus. Let him recover completely. Because, you know, when that boy is 100%, mm. it's going to be problems in these streets. Well, it's interesting you say that about 100% because some people were saying the reason why they've even left him um, out of these these games is that mm. they want him to be 120%. There you go. You know, and, and that's problems. Yeah, it's real problems. It's real problems. I think Jordan Poole might be back. He was in protocols. The, the, mm -hmm. the, the Warriors are currently struggling, and uh, I know Wiggins is in protocols at the moment. Cyrus, um, what kind of a team struggles with a 25-6 and six record? 
Look, they are not struggling. It's struggling to get people on court. <laughs> oh, oh not I see to what win you mean. Games. I see what yeah. you mean. Because so, when you said they're struggling, I'm like, hey, the only team better than them is 25 <laughs> and 5. What do you mean no, they're not struggling? Not in terms of their season form, but just in terms of trying to keep the stars on the court. Cyrus, so, this, this, this virus, it's just a problem. It it's is a, it's a, a problem. menace. It's a menace to my entertainment. And uh, I can't have that. People need to vaccinate and carry on. Yeah. So the Warriors versus the Suns, it really is a great matchup because it's two it's teams with two different styles when you look at it. Yeah. You know, the Suns can play quick, they can play slow uh, because um, that's how Chris Paul plays. You know, he's really headed that that team um, so fantastically. Mm-hmm. And then you look at, at the Warriors and they play at such a high pace all the time and they make so many of their three-pointers that they take that, you know, they live and die by the three sometimes. But, yeah. but, but that can also play in other teams' hands. And this is where I think Phoenix might actually try and take, um, you know, advantage of the Warriors in this one is that they say, let's slow the game down. Mm-hmm. Because once you slow it down, your bigs become more active in that case. Yep. Right? Absolutely. And then once the big men are, 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 are central to what's happening, then all eyes turn to Kevon Looney, who's been great this season. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him more active and, and really more effective this season than I have in previous seasons, but I'm still not sold on Kevon Looney should be on this team. Cyrus, I, I sent him a message after you not trusting him. Yeah. And he was like, yo, Big K, I got this. Well, good for him. Um, <laughs> so what are your thoughts on that game? I mean, we're, we're both excited about it. No, I'm excited, Cyrus, but uh, I'm going to have to just say I'm, I'm leaning towards the Arizona direction mm-hmm. just because uh, Devin Booker's back from his, uh, what, 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 what injury did he have? Oh, man, uh, I want to say it was a thigh injury, but I yes, know it, I'd it, be it, lying. It, it, was, uh, it was a leg injury. It was a leg injury, So, but he's back, and, and I can see he's still on fire. Him, Chris Paul playing very well. Aiton is looking good. McGee is looking good. I think Cam Johnson is now yeah. becoming fearless from I the really three-point like range. I really like Cam Johnson. Cameron Payne loves to drive that ball into the into into the paint and just lay up. Cyrus, they're, they're looking impressive. They've and got some really they've good got pieces. some really good pieces there. Even like Landry Shamet, he 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 yeah. gets some impressive minutes there, and he's you know they're, they're really looking nice. I think uh, Monty Williams is. He's onto a good one here. It's an embarrassment of riches when you think about it. Yet the thing is, he's developed a lot of these riches. Yeah, you know, it's not like Chris Paul. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's such a great story. You know, their history and all of that. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that the Warriors are the perfect matchup against them because De- you know, nobody else. Sorry. When you look at that team, and and Steph has done things that Chris Paul season his nightmares yep. uh, when he was at the Clippers. I think this Warriors roster looks really, really good. When I look at the likes of Nemanja Bialica, uh, Otto Porter Jr., they're actually weighing in with, with stuff, even uh, Andre Iguodala. Um, you see them doing things on a nightly basis. You don't need them to be weighing in with 30 points or, or 40 points in a game. But even like a 10, 15 point game is really critical because those points come at a really important time in the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why the Warriors have constructed the team the way they have. And they just need um, Jordan Poole to come back. He's developed into such a great piece for them that I think that the Warriors can can weather the storm when things are really, really rough. But they have to be have to be very careful about what happens with this Phoenix Suns team. I mean, finishing in the one or, or two seed is always great in the West because it gives you home court, and and that's what these teams will be facing uh, or trying to trying to battle towards. Especially when you're heading into what will be All Star break in Feb. Yeah. Um. Let's move on to our next game to preview here, and that's the Nets taking on the Lakers. Um. I mean, th- is this one where we should really go too deep? No, Cyrus. I, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> Their records speak for themselves. The Nets are twenty-one and nine as we record. The Lakers are a five hundred team with sixteen and sixteen. Mm. 
Cyrus, the Lakers are not the team they expected to be, or are they? But like, look, Cyrus, they, the Lakers, they, they, they're just so disjointed. They're, they, they, they're playing like the old men they are. Mm. They, they can't run back on defense properly. Uh, Russell Westbrook has started Russell Westbrooking again. LeBron can only do so much, and his yeah. usage is so high at the moment. Yeah. Um, what, what can I say? Uh, we don't have a Kendrick Nunn yet available. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think THT only came out of protocols recently. I don't know why Frank Vogel is not playing uh, Dwight Howard and is. Uh, going for a slower DeAndre Jordan. There's just a lot of things to fix at the Lakers at the moment that I think this is easy pickings for the Brooklyn Nets, if you ask me. Well, I did ask you, and I, I'm, I'm glad that you said that. <laughs> but what's interesting, though, is that when you look at that Lakers game against the Suns, it was actually a pretty close contest. And LeBron James was unbelievable. That guy, he's he's just, he will win another championship if he can get the right pieces around him. The problem is... Time's running out. You know, well, that. <laughs> and they've also made some poor decisions in, in, in recruiting. And Absolutely. You know, I think the thing is sometimes they've gone with for, for a star name like in Russell Westbrook versus players that would actually contribute a lot like Buddy the, the Buddy Heald deal. Um, so I do think that it's the Lakers on the back foot in this one. Yeah. Uh, but then we don't know which Nets team is going to pitch up there because Brooklyn has to postpone games left, right, and center because they just haven't had enough players. And yeah. and even the fact that they've even decided to call recall Kyrie Irving into the fold and say, look, we don't have enough players. We need you now. Things are tough. I mean, it's the worst decision in my No, my but, but, but Cyrus, you've got to remember, for this game in particular... Whether it was being played in Brooklyn or in LA, Kyrie cannot play in Brooklyn or, or LA. Yeah, I mean that is so true. <laughs> according that to, to the regulations of exactly. each state, he can't. He, I don't He's think he be can vaccinated. play in Los Angeles. Yeah, and he can't play in Brooklyn. So either way, it's only. Uh, well, I think I think he might have been able to play in LA because visiting players um, are sometimes exempt. Um, from from playing in those games, so it'll be like, okay, fine, we see you as a visiting player, and so your vaccination status. They just need to make sure you you stay away from us. Um, okay, but but how can you stay away from us on the court? But hey, well, look, this is more in the city. There's, you, you're talking about legislative stuff that can be <laughs> really difficult to try to get to the bottom of. So we won't get into that. Yeah. But what I will say though is that he he then went into protocols, and I don't think he'll be he'll be out of it anytime soon because unless his vaccination status has changed, he would be in protocols for longer than most other players yeah uh, because the guys who are fully vaccinated can come out of the protocols a lot sooner yeah and that's something that adam adam silver spoke uh to the other day where he said they're trying to make it so that those who have um the data shows that if you're if you're vaccinated you don't need as much time away Mm -hmm. as as other players do so you know i think that the nets will hope that they'll have as many of their big three back as possible um, and and then really you know make things come to pass that you're seeing you know th- them beating the nets you saw it in your crystal uh, the, uh, the nets beating the lakers and you saw that in your crystal ball um yeah counter the dallas mavericks take on the utah jazz it's the last of the christmas games and it's an actually it's a really interesting one although luka Doncic will be missed because i believe he's in protocols so <laughs> yeah, that, look, look, Cyrus. If you just look at the the the, the, the Mavericks' record so far, fifteen and fifteen as we record, mm. the Jazz are twenty one and nine. Mm. Um, the Jazz are just that team that's that, that's able to get one over on the Mavericks at the moment, yeah. and, and 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 I and I think that the Mavericks have shown that Luca is a very important piece mm. for them. And uh, when he's missing, I mean, who 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 do you really? Oh, they're leaning on that Kristaps Tower so bad, and Look, it's just Christoph's not working. Does, does have his days where he shows up, but it's not all the time. And, 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 and you know, I'm, I'm talking about more of the guards. I mean, 
which God really will, yeah. will, will, uh, will, will take the place of Luca. Either, and it's look, a big, big shoes to fill, and there really isn't a God who can. Who can. So um, Jalen Brunson's good, uh, no question, but he's not Luca Doncic. We need great. Luca yeah. is great. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, you can give me your good, yeah, but what 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 good will your good do? I I I get you. I actually I, I love your rhyming skills. You know, I, I'm on it, that tip. Today, yeah, so I mean, I'm you're, on that you're tip. definitely showing us what you got, <laughs> lyrical lyricist. Um, but yeah, I think that the the jazz should be favorites in this one. I mean, Rudy yeah. Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, they've played really really high level, and um, when you look at just how how well coached they are. Quinn Snyder is a really good coach. Mm-hmm. And then the players themselves in that team are, are performing at, at a really high level. You know, so let's say Jordan Clarkson isn't at the sixth man of the year level that he was at last season, but he's still giving you points off the bench and at a high rate and enough for them to win games. Their record stands for itself as the third best record in the Western Conference. Yep. And the Utah Jazz have been my sort of dark horses to really do something crazy this season and maybe even make it to the Western Conference Finals and beyond if they can figure a few things out when it comes to um, the playoffs. Um, but I think let's let's go into um, the post-up betting corner. We'll do yep. this really, really quickly where I just go through the games and you give me who your picks are. Um, so the first game, Hawks versus Knicks. Who do you have in that one? I got Hawks. The, the Knicks are good hosts and they let you shine in their arena. Oh, they're so nice. They even Steph, about Oros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Um, these picks are obviously all um, uh, all if if the team's at, at full strength. Yeah. But this post-up betting corner is powered by Bet.coza. Um, my particular pick in this one is also going to be the Hawks because I actually like Trey Young and the Hawks. And um, I think they'd be the, the team to beat. So we've got Celtics Bucks uh, in the next clash. I'm giving it to the Bucks. The Bucks just have that edge, no, a clear edge over the Celtics. Yes, Cyrus. So I love the Bucks. I love Giannis. I love everything that's happening in Milwaukee. I think the Celtics are going to win this game. Um, I, I just have this feeling about it. I don't know why. But then it is being played in Milwaukee. So oh, am I going to change my, my my stance here? Be a man. Be a man. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. That's it. That's it. Going with the Bucks. Change the change the pick because I realized. Look, it's playing in Milwaukee. Yeah, there we go. Warriors Suns. Suns all day. I don't see the Warriors taking this one. The Suns, Suns. are on a tear. The Suns nice. are on a tear, Cyrus. I I think this is gonna be the Steph come out game. Um, I think he's gonna just come out all blazing. And uh, he's gonna really rip the the suns up. I think he's gonna he's gonna wish he's gonna make Chris Paul wish he was in protocols. Um, <laughs> so that's my pick. Nets Lakers. We know which way you're going. That's yeah. Nets in that one. I think I'll also go Nets. All things considered, um, because we don't know. Like LeBron's ankle did get tweaked, but what does that mean? And then um, we've got the Mavericks taking on the Utah Jazz. Uh, who are your picks in that one? Now nah, I'm in Utah there. Salt Lake City, take me there. Well, the game is there. The Mavs will be there. And the Mavs will probably take a loss in Utah. So I think we're both going Jazz in that one. I like Donovan Mitchell. And what I like about the Jazz is that they are just so unheralded. Nobody is looking at them. They're not saying, yes, the Jazz, put all your money on them. But if no. you do bet out there, don't put your, all your money on anybody because not a good move. Um, no persons under the age of 18 years are permitted to gamble. Winners know when to stop. The National Responsible Gambling Program. You can get on to that using the number 0800-006-008. That's 0800-006-008. Or WhatsApp help 
to 076-675-0710. Kaunda, we are edging closer to the end of the podcast, and there was one other topic that we wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. And this particular one is really interesting because, so you've got this hardship exemptions and you can assign players on 10-day contracts and mm -hmm. that sort of thing. There have been some really interesting names to get recalls to the NBA in this time. I'm going to ask you for you two favorites that uh, your two favorites that have come back. Okay. I'll give you my two favorites, and then we'll just we'll talk about them for a little bit. So, who are your favorites that have, have re-signed with NBA teams? I think uh, uh, I, the the first one. Uh, I, I think you think I'm going to mention an obvious one, but no. Um, first one is when I heard that Sheikh Diallo was back with the Pistons. Oh man, African talent! I was like, okay, I love this. Also, he was. It was great to hang out with him while he was here for the Africa game. Absolutely. And, that was uh, 2017, and, right? Yeah, and, and I think it was 2018. Uh, yeah, 2017. Yeah. 2017, yeah. And and he, he wore his sunglasses everywhere. Well, was, when you're cool, you're cool, Cyrus. That's it. He, he's too cool to be out of the NBA. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why he's back. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see him back too. My second one, ATL called up Lance Stevenson. <laughs> former Pacer, oh. former Laker, former... Uh, well, he, 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 he became a bit of a journeyman at one point. Yeah. I think he even wound up in NOLA. But Lance Stevenson, I love the grit in that guy. He, he, I know he's got his antics and his air guitar yeah. performances and whatever. But if you need somebody to frustrate somebody's key player, that's Lance Stevenson. Yeah, look, and a great player to see back. Uh, Pacers used him against LeBron, sent him there to, to frustrate LeBron. A lot of times it worked when he was in Miami and when he was in Cleveland. Yeah. So, you know, Cyrus, it's, it's great to see him back. Well, it's it's good to I have mean, these he, guys back. He did go to China and and win a championship and get an MVP when he left the league. So he's not that dusty. He he ain't washed, is what no, you're saying. No, never far from washed. Well, I'll say this right. I have an honorable mention, and I'm going to have the honorable mention first. All right. The honorable mention for me is Emmanuel Mudiay. I'm really happy to see Gotta him love back Emmanuel. in the NBA. Um, you know, look, this it's it's a rough game, man. Also, 20, if, 2017 and the Africa game. Yeah, right? yeah. I think was he he was he was almost NBA Africa game MVP. If I remember correctly, did he win it? No, it was uh, our own Victor Oladipo that oh, took that yes, one. Yes, yes. Uh, but Mudiay was just so good, um, and and I think that he, he was a bit misunderstood. You know, now when we look at at more defensive guards, mm -hmm. um, he had pretty good defensive qualities yeah. but people expected him to deliver a lot more on the offensive end and he just didn't do I, that i think so, it's much like frank nilikina yeah, yeah a lot like that although frank ooh, you know it's getting shaky out there um but moody is playing in europe and and more power to him so my picks right uh -huh. is one that uh he, he started like a house on fire and then suddenly got really cold in the last game is isaiah thomas um look isaiah thomas is always going to be um, a bit of a hazard on defense, especially if the team don't um, protect him. Yeah. And he was shown up in the last game that the Lakers lost uh, yeah, the, Sun, the Suns. The, the, the Suns really knew how to play big ball and little man. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and the thing was that, you know, he also just didn't have his shooting stroke going. It was a tough game for him. But it's so great to see Isaiah Thomas back. Though I will say, somebody's put this on Twitter where they said, it's great to see uh, Isaiah Thomas back in the NBA, except when he's on your team. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so it's a tough one. And then obviously we've got to talk about ISO Joe. Joe Johnson ISO Joe. coming back to the NBA at the age of 40 and playing at the Boston Celtics. That's that's a heck of a comeback story. Cyrus, this, this guy, you know, people might think, yeah, he's 40 years old, but they forget that he's been playing in the Big Three League. Mm -hmm. And I think he, he's won MVPs there twice. Yeah, he? yeah, he yeah. has. And, and does he have a championship too? 
He's, he's, I, if I remember correctly, he may he be has, the current yeah. champion because but, he's just been so good. But he's been so good in the big three, and 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 I think that's kept the the, the adrenaline flowing. It's kept his muscles nimble, and I and mean his look, body they, in, they, in good they, enough condition. The likes of Vince Carter played until they were about forty, right? Yeah. So uh, Dirk Nowitzki played until he was about forty. Yeah. So who's to say Joe can't come back and get a few well, minutes off the bench? Let's right? put it this way: he has come back. He has gotten those minutes. He's yeah. even scored a bucket. So he's done what was expected. That mid-range, of him. that yeah. choke. It was sweet, Cyrus. Yeah. I was like, yo, okay, Joe Johnson. I might have been a bit hesitant on you, I saw Joe, but you just showed me that you still are the man. Well, he, his his two points in that game was <laughs> that was the move. That's yeah. all they and, needed. And that's basically it. You know, Counter, it's great to see some of these players get another chance at the highest level. And they might not stay there. I mean, these ten day contracts don't last forever. No pretty much 10 days but we'll also see just how the rest of the season goes because you know protocol stuff and what have you who knows what what we could see and what the future might bring we've come to the end of the podcast this week um it's bittersweet because it's really great to have the nba christmas games to look forward to yeah ho 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 but then it's also like oh my goodness then the nba christmas games will be done yep and you then have to wait for another year. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> it, but but that's what's great about the league. It carries on. And Absolutely, on and on and on. Cyrus. And we've we got great events coming up. Uh, Martin Luther King Day events. we got we got the All-Star Weekend coming up. Mm-hmm. So we've we, we, we got... There's a lot of basketball, a lot of basketball coming, coming up. And, yeah. and the stories off the court and the stories on the court as well. Um, there's so much to look forward to. Kaunda, thank you so much, man. It's been another great uh, post-op podcast. Make sure that you, listening at home, um, and in your car and on the streets, wherever you listen to the Post Up Podcast. Engage with us on social media at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook, and postupzone.com is the website you can go to for all things NBA from an African perspective. From me, Cyrus Rogers. And from me, Kaunda Chama. It is goodbye and enjoy your Christmas. We will see you around the corner. Bye.